baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. 16 degrees here at 6 o'clock. A semiconductor plan will be built, uh, plant will be built in Wichita, bringing close to 2,000 high-paying new jobs to the area. During a news conference in Topeka late Thursday, Governor Laura Kelly announced that Integra Technologies will invest $1.8 billion to create a semiconductor manufacturing facility in the air capital. Sedgwick County Commissioner David Dennis says, this expansion has been in the works for quite a while. Integra uh, takes the back portion of uh, building a chip and uh, they complete that entire process. And that is critical for our national security. Right now, most of the chips are produced uh, over in countries that may not always be our friends. Uh, if we can bring that here locally, that uh, really reinforces the security of the United States. The company has not yet announced where in the county that new plant will be built. Defense officials say they're monitoring a suspected Chinese spy balloon over the continental U.S. right now. NORAD says it's tracking that balloon and it does not present a military or physical threat at this time. And without going into specifics, Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder said... Once the balloon was detected, the U.S. government acted immediately to protect against the collection of sensitive information. But it was spotted over Montana, home state of Republican Senator Steve Daines. He's demanding a briefing from the Biden administration, writing, quote, The fact that this balloon was occupying Montana airspace creates significant concern that Maelstrom Air Force Base and the United States Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Fields are the target of this intelligence-gathering mission. Jill Nato, Fox News. Four people, two of them children, injured in crashes on K-96 near Hydraulic. It happened Thursday morning with a crash at I-135 and K-96. The Highway Patrol says that accident tied up traffic, which led to a four-vehicle crash at Hydraulic. State Trooper Chad Crittenden says it's a reminder for drivers to always be attentive and looking out for problems. Anytime we can't see on the backside of a bridge or hills and things, we do ex- we do want you to expect that there could be some kind of hazard on the other side of the road, such as a you know tire debris or a car crash, whatever it may be. You know, most of our crashes happen on clear, dry days, just like today. One of the children was hospitalized with critical injuries. A driver was taken to an area hospital with unknown injuries. One person was seriously injured in a crash involving a semi west of Wichita Thursday night. 
at 263rd Street West and U.S. 54. One person hospitalized with serious injuries. Another person received minor injuries. And a third person was not injured. Additional information was not immediately available. A Minnesota Democrat congresswoman has lost her spot on a House committee. Fox's Lauren Blanchard explains what happened. The House has voted along party lines to remove Congresswoman Ilan Omar from the House Foreign Affairs Committee for her past comments against Israel. Proposed by Representative Max Miller, the resolution says Omar's comments deemed anti-Semitic in the past disqualify her from such a powerful committee. She cannot be an objective contributor to the work of the committee, and she has brought dishonor to the House of Representatives. Democrats say Omar's removal is retribution for the last Congress, committees from representatives Marjorie Taylor Greene for extremist rhetoric and Paul Gosar for sharing a violent video directed at another member. House Republicans say Congresswoman Omar can serve on other committees. KNSS News Time now 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted, KNSS, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock on this Friday morning. The Wichita Police, uh, public, excuse me, Wichita Public Schools are in the same position as many other employers. The Help Wanted sign is in the window. USD 259 Superintendent Dr. Alicia Thompson tells KNSS News. We, we are not getting uh, enough teachers and paraprofessionals and custodians and all of the areas. Uh, we have a difficult time recruiting um, so we, I'll put a plug in here today. If you're interested in working in the Wichita Public Schools, helping kids out, making a difference in the lives of kids, please look on our website. There's tons of positions there for you to uh, apply for. Dr. Thompson is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS. A New Jersey councilwoman has been shot and killed outside her home. Fox's Nate Foy reports. New Jersey Councilwoman Eunice Dwum Four was a 30-year-old mother of a young daughter. She was very involved in her church, yet according to multiple reports, she was targeted in this shooting while driving near her home. And she wasn't shot by one stray bullet. She was shot multiple times. Police found her dead when they arrived at the crime scene. Dwum Four was the chair of Sayreville's Public Safety Committee, and she worked very closely with the new police chief to reduce crime. But Sayreville's business administrator says he doesn't think that played a role in her murder. A young boy shows off his tech skills by ordering a ton of takeout. He's not your average six-year-old. That comment from Keith Stonehouse after his son Mason used his cell phone to order $1,000 worth of food on Grubhub Saturday night. Dad says it happened when he let Mason use his phone to play a game before bed. Some game. How many did you order? How many chili cheese fries do you remember? Like more than 12. And the food kept piling up at their Detroit area home with delivery after delivery before Stonehouse put two and two together. Looked out at my phone and it said Chase fraud alert $439 for pizzas. There could be a silver lining to the takeout bill. Mason's mom says Grubhub has offered them a $1,000 gift card and is considering using the family in an online promotional campaign. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning in traffic, we, uh, oh, we're starting off with a little bit of a uh, traffic hazard to tell you about. This is northbound on I-235 
got a stalled-out vehicle. It's not just any vehicle. It's actually a, a semi-truck, and it's uh, northbound again, I-235, right around Central. Right now, the traffic in that area is just kind of starting to pick up, and so not really slowing down yet, but uh, could slow down as things get to... As traffic gets heavier in the area, traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, it is cold this morning. Sunny, breezy as south winds return today. Our high temperature, 43. Clouds will settle in overnight. Our low, 32. And a big warm-up coming this weekend with a gradual clearing sky. Windy at times Saturday with a high near 60, 59 on Sunday. I'm KNSS Meteorologist and Holiday. Now a clear sky, 15 degrees. We have a northeast wind at 7 miles per hour. 612 here on this Friday morning. Steve and Ted in the morning, February 3rd. And uh, we had sunshine, a little bit warmer across central Kansas Thursday. I had a great walk yesterday afternoon. It was nice. Wichita's high temperature was 54 degrees. Normal high for the date, 46. Ted Wilbert is here after a late night at the gymnasium. <laughs> Good morning, Ted. Yeah, it was a nice day yesterday. The sunshine really nice, was right? out. Wow. A lot of different than the day Good before. Good old sunshine lifting our spirits. How about that? On this date in 1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution providing for a federal income tax was ratified. Ooh. So prior to that, Ted, how did, the, how did the government raise money? Yeah, we made it for, well, taxes. You had so we fees, made it for, you had, you know. How many years? It over two two hundred almost. I don't know. Well, no, but <laughs> about one hundred forty years without an without an income tax, except during the Civil War. But yeah, yeah. Then we started it, and now it's never quit for one hundred ten years. And uh, deadline's coming up here in a few weeks. We've been, my, Shelley's been gathering our information to do our taxes this year. So yeah, I haven't released received my what is it W two from the company. I know we've got it online. I could go print it if I want to. I guess, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into mail. Well, once again, my taxes are already done. Yeah, <laughs> you know when you know when the income is is less than four thousand dollars, like it is for you. <laughs> oh yeah, it makes it pretty simple it's, it's actually. Pretty easy. Yeah, I can't even remember the first time I did a tax return. I I got a paycheck when I was about seventeen. I can't remember. Maybe my dad did it for me. I I can't remember. Um, a Baltimore grandmother facing criminal charges. For failing to secure the gun that her nine-year-old grandson was carrying when he fatally shot a teenage girl last summer. Nine-year-old shoots a girl, kills her with grandma's gun. Police said the shooting was accidental. But prosecutors say the indictment should serve as a warning about the importance of safe firearm storage. 15-year-old Nikalia Strauder was hanging out on the front porch of her family's West Baltimore row house with other kids. When the gun discharged, under Maryland law, the nine-year-old can't face criminal charges because of his age. But the August shooting prompted outrage from the victim's family and called for adults to be held accountable for allowing children access to deadly weapons. Now, that happened to one of my kids. Woo, I would be a, I would be a mess. But uh, got to take some responsibility. And we go out to L.A. for the next one. Police in Los Angeles say... A high chance of a mass shooting in Hollywood. And police seized a cache of guns and ammunition in a high-rise apartment where several rifles were pointed toward a nearby park. Braxton Johnson was taken into custody Tuesday after he allegedly made violent threats involving weapons 
to security staff at the apartment building and people outside. Police searched Johnson's apartment, found two assault rifles and high-capacity ammunition magazines, all of which are illegal in California, as well as three handguns, a sniper rifle, a shotgun, and more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition. No, I don't think he was going to go hunting pheasants. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. No. 616, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, we got an interesting show today. B- by the way, it is, it's Friday, but uh, do we have Mitch today, Mitch Holtis? Sure. Okay. Since we don't have a game, I didn't know. All right. Every so, Friday during the season. There we go. So we'll have Mitch Holtis coming up two hours from now. Uh, and that should be a really good one since we got the, the Chiefs uh, going to the Super Bowl. Uh, on this date, by the way, I, I left this out. On this date, 1988, an Arctic invasion spread into the southern plains. Midland, Texas, temperature fell 43 degrees from 80 to 37 Oof. in three hours. <laughs> That's an interesting place. Midland, Odessa, out in the west part, west, west part of uh, Texas. Been there one time. I drove over there with my, my late brother-in-law. We were going, he had some business over there. We drove over there from Lubbock one time. It's the most interesting place. I just remember this. is It's nothing but flat. I mean, it, it is flatter than Kansas. And then all of a sudden, there's four or five big skyscrapers just sticking up out there, like they're, like they're right there in front of you. There's not much town there, but they got skyscrapers. It's oil country. Yeah, I know those all those uh, baseball announcers that do that did the Wichita Wranglers games always referred to it as Saudi Arabia <laughs> when they had to go out and play for a week in Midland. Well, it's, it's kind of a climate like that. And for them to have that kind of a temperature drop, hmm, an interesting place. All right, uh, I believe that's where my uh, – in a golf tournament, celebrity golf tournament, I believe that's where my wife met Dean Martin. In Midland? Midland, Odessa in a golf tournament. Well – all that oil's there. They can get anybody they want in there. It was not a good meeting, as you know. <laughs> She's not a big Dean Martin fan. All right, uh, 617. Oh, hey, Pally. <laughs> I like Dean Martin. 618, Stephen Ted. And uh, we got leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward talking about Shocker basketball. Yep, Shocker hoops last night at Coke Arena. 7,200 fans on hand to see the Shockers take on the number three ranked team in the nation, the Houston Cougars. Shockers were in control of this game for about the first 26 minutes. Shocks had a seven-point lead with 14 minutes to go. Then Houston really clamped down. The Shockers only got 14 points in the final 14 minutes. So the offense dried up, and Houston was able to come back and flip the tables and beat the Shockers last night. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Missed threes and turnovers starting to take their toll on the Shockers. Jamal Shedd over on the left wing. A three on the way by Mark is good. And Houston really opening it up now. Ten points for Traymond Mark. Timeout, Wichita State. 2.45 to go, and Houston has opened up its biggest lead of the game at 62-55. to Well, teams like this that are used to playing in high-pressure situations and highly ranked. They're used to winning these kinds of games. They expect it, and they've guys got guys stepping up and making big plays here at the end of the game. The Shockers shot 53% from two-point range, but they missed, they missed 85% of their three-pointers. Don't know why they didn't keep going inside. Go inside, yeah, go inside man. That's where you're getting your points from. Mm. 
Shockers only got three baskets in the final 11 minutes. Houston wins the game by 9, 70-61. The final score after the game, Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. In the second half, I just thought, you know, Shed and um, um, Sasser, those two guys, they just, you know, they just keep coming and coming. And they broke our defense down, got in the lane, got some easy layups, which forced us to tag a little bit longer than we wanted to. And they were able to kick it out to the freshman. And he made some tough threes. And you're right, right there at the end, they just made some plays that we didn't. And um, get them all the credit, good basketball team. Shockers now 11-11 on the season. Wichita State will be in action this weekend on the road, going down to Tulsa as the Shockers beat Tulsa by four points three weeks ago at Coke Arena. Sunday afternoon will be the rematch in Tulsa. The Shockers have won six straight in the regular season against Tulsa. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will have live coverage of Shocker basketball at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 2 o'clock Sunday. Listen to the Shocks on 103.7 KEYN. Pro football, the Kansas City Chiefs. We are nine days away from the Super Bowl. The Chiefs and the Eagles in Phoenix. The Chiefs will be wearing white jerseys and red pants in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs will be leaving for Arizona on Sunday. And, of course, you can hear the Super Bowl a week from Sunday on right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. On Sunday, the NFL has its best of the best playing in the Pro Bowl games. That'll be 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas. You can listen to the Pro Bowl games on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Back to hoops. We have men's basketball action this weekend for the Jayhawks and the Wildcats. Eighth-ranked Kansas on the road at 13th-ranked Iowa State. The Cyclones have not lost a home game yet this season. KU has won eight straight in the regular season against the Cyclones. They're both tied for second place in the conference. Live coverage of KU basketball at 9.30 tomorrow morning. The game will tip off at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Listen to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Sixth-ranked Kansas State is hosting ninth-ranked Texas. Top two teams in the conference. That'll be at 3 o'clock tip-off tomorrow afternoon in Manhattan, nationally televised on ESPN2. Remember the last time these teams played a month ago? K-State won at Texas, 116-103. to 103. Got the rematch tomorrow afternoon in Manhattan. K-State has not lost a home game yet this season. Hockey, the Wichita Thunder has back-to-back home games this weekend downtown at Interest Bank Arena tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. The second-place Thunder is hosting the Rapid City Rush. Thunder has won its last three games on home ice. Indoor soccer, the Wichita Wings are home tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Hartman Arena. Hosting the New Mexico Runners. Both teams are tied for second place in the division. Juco men's basketball. 23rd ranked Butler Community College on the road at Hutchinson tomorrow night. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7.15 tomorrow night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Butler has won eight of its last nine. Hutchinson leads the nation in scoring, averaging 102 points per game. See if Butler can slow them down. They did slow them down last time they played in El Dorado. See how they do on the road tomorrow. And a happy birthday to a huge basketball star. Darnell Valentine is 64 today. The Wichita native was an All-American at Wichita Heights High School. Three-time All-American in college at KU. He was on that 1980 Summer Olympics team that boycotted the Olympics, so he did not get a chance to win a gold medal. First-round draft pick by the Portland Trailblazers, played 11 years in the NBA. His number 14 jersey is retired up in Lawrence at KU. Wichita's Darnell Valentine. Great, great player. It's his birthday. Good he is player. 64 today. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 623 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
you could be allergic to sesame. That's coming up, okay. Stephen. Stephen in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 630 on this Friday morning. And a frosty 15 degrees. Fire damaged a duplex in West Wichita Thursday morning near Seneca and McCormick. Investigators say excessive storage conditions inside the residence made battling the blaze more difficult. There were no injuries. The Red Cross was called to assist the residents cause of the fire was not immediately released. A man from Eudora found guilty on two counts of first-degree murder in Reno County. Kyle Hardwick was convicted for the August 2021 deaths of 58-year-old Philip Einstein and 56-year-old Marion Bates, as well as several other crimes, including the theft of a firearm. The Reno County Sheriff's Office says the two men were meeting Hardwick at a rural site to look at a new gun one of them had purchased. Sentencing is now set for early April. Hardwick remains in the Reno County Detention Facility without bond. Hunter Biden's lawyers called on federal and state prosecutors across the country to open criminal investigations regarding his laptop. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. Here's the question critics are asking. How can the Hunter Biden team call for a criminal investigation and presumably charge someone for disseminating information from the laptop that his own team isn't willing to say is actually his? And if that doesn't make sense to you, truth is, you are not alone. But that's the essence of a batch of letters sent this week by Hunter's attorneys in which they're demanding federal and state prosecutors and the IRS launch investigations into those involved with distributing the contents of Mr. Biden's files from the now infamous laptop. Republicans on Capitol Hill are preparing their own investigations into the president's son. Florida has it over New York again. New York State once led the U.S. in population, and now it's fourth behind Florida. And the economic boom has pushed the Sunshine State above New York in the number of employed workers for the first time. The Bureau of Labor Statistics data says for the month of December, Florida had 9.669 million employed workers compared to New York's 9.661 million. That marked the first time since the BLS began using this data set in 1982 that Florida's workforce was larger than New York's. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Just in time for Valentine's Day, a new study reveals how many of us are looking for love online. Three in ten adults have turned to online dating sites or apps at some point, hoping to swipe their way into a relationship. That's regardless if it's long-term or just casual, according to a Pew Research Center study. Age makes a difference. More than half U.S. adults under 35 have turned to tech to find love. Gay, lesbian, and bisexual adults are more likely to use online dating than their straight counterparts. And overall, men report having a more positive experience than women. Tom Graham, Fox News. Students back in classes fall after spending months studying at home during the COVID pandemic. What impact did the pandemic have on test scores in the Wichita Public Schools? USD 259 Superintendent Dr. Alicia Thompson tells KNSS News. We did have some learning loss uh, with our students uh, in the areas of particularly mathematics and language arts, of course. And what we are seeing in our our district data is that things are turning around. We stopped the bleeding, and now we're moving kids uh, back into those spaces where they're performing at the levels in which we like. Dr. Thompson is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Sunday and Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS.
Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Mostly clear and cold across south-central Kansas here early on. Today is going to be sunny and a bit breezy at times. We will be in the upper 30s by noontime, 43 this afternoon. Cloudy, windy overnight, Tarlow 32. Clearing and breezy throughout Saturday with a high close to 60. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a clear sky, 15 degrees. We have a northeast wind at 7 miles per hour. 6.35, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And a Chicago woman has been accused of keeping her mother's dead body in a freezer for nearly two years while living in a nearby apartment. We had a story about this the other day. There's a little more information now. Eva Bratcher appeared in court (coughs) on charges of concealing her 96-year-old mother's death and possessing a fraudulent identification card. Police said Regina Michalski's body was discovered this week in a freezer in the garage near the apartment they had shared. Investigators believed uh, she died in March of 2021. Cause will not be determined until the body is thawed. Oh, man. That's a tragic story from Chicago. Growing number of people are flocking to U.S. churches. Are you ready for this, Ted? That center their practice around a bitter psychedelic tea known as ayahuasca. Or eyewash. Ayahuasca. Organizers and their legal advisors argue a 2006 Supreme Court ruling protects them from prosecution, and participants say they are taking part in a religious service. Who's prosecuting them? Nobody. Well, you said there's a ruling that protects them from prosecution. Why is why is that an issue? Well, somebody would somebody could go after them and say, you know, you're for the taxes. The IRS could go after them. That's for sure. Uh, some experts raise. Concerns that the benefits of ayahuasca haven't been well studied. Many who attended the ceremonies, which can last for days, argue their experience on the illegal substance brings them closer to God. Oh, the substance is illegal. Okay, there's your... There you go. Illegal substance. Oh, it's illegal, yeah. All right, now I understand. Brings them closer to God than they've ever felt at traditional religious services. Okay. What about kind of services they will attend when they're in jail? (laughs) Well, you know, a lot of things are done in the name of religion, and this time I'm not certain that that's that's up to our listeners to decide whether eyewasher or eyewash, as I would call it. Hmm. Uh, See, this is the third day of February. It only stayed in 1959. What happened in Iowa, Ted? Iowa in 59. On this date, cold, cold day. Okay. Rock and roll stars Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J.P., the big bopper Richardson, died in a small plane crash near Clear Lake, Iowa. Now, have you been to that site? I've been to this crash site. I know that our our good friend Jim Kobe, who was a a former sportscaster here in town, I know Jim had been up there. And you you made the trip as well then. Mm -hmm. What's it like? Is it a big monument or? Nope. Just kind of out in the It's out in the middle of a cornfield. Wow. Wow. It's way off the road. you got to park your car and walk to it. Really? Quite a, quite a ways. Okay. You've been to that plane crash. The other plane crash site that you've been to is the, the Rockney over here in the Split Hills. I've been to that crash site, too, and that's well off the roadway. Mm-hmm. You really have to hoof it to that. Buddy Holly, uh, we are talking about the, the the advent of the 45 RPM record the other day, and uh, I talked about my, my older brother Don got his, his record player, and he had Buddy he had Buddy Holly, and that's I was probably what? Seven, six or seven years old, and Buddy Holly was popular. From Lubbock, Texas. 
No, no, that movie. The great Buddy, music. Yeah, that Man, Buddy Holly in his story. Short life he produced. Uh, yes, great songs. That Buddy Holly uh, uh, movie I thought was excellent. Of course, starring our good friend uh, what's what's the guy's name? Gary Busey. Gary Busey. I thought it was a great movie, but yeah, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, that movie is very interesting. Anyway, this is the date when the the crash there in Clear Lake, Iowa. Six thirty-eight now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It's uh, time for our commodities update here. With uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. The cattle complex Thursday had a strong bounce to the upside off the negative closes that occurred back on Wednesday. Yesterday, all the live cattle future contracts made new contract highs and closed with triple-digit gains. The August through January feeder cattle futures scored new contract highs yesterday for the second straight session and closed with triple-digit gains also. Lean hogs also bounced off their lows and closed with triple-digit gains yesterday. At the close, April live cattle $1.60 higher at $163.82. March feeder cattle $2.67 higher at $185.92. And April lean hogs $1.70 higher at $86 even. Now, Thursday, soybean meal futures made new contract highs. In Kansas City, wheat futures made new highs for the move to the upside. The weekly wheat export sales were very poor, but the corn number came in very good. Next Wednesday is the monthly USDA supply and demand report. At the moment, March KC wheat's down seven and three quarter cents at eight seventy three. March corn down three cents at six seventy two and a quarter, with March soybeans up a half a penny at fifteen thirty four and three quarters. March crude oil trading 15 cents lower at 75.73. June gold down 90 cents at 1946.70. The March S&P 27 points lower at 4164.5. March dollar index 17 cents lower at 101.41. And March Dow Jones futures 78 points lower at 34,019. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Now, Tom, how, how is the weather in uh, Augusta this morning? Pretty nice? Oh, chilly. It's not bad outside. There really isn't any wind. It's yeah. about 12, 13 degrees out. Did you get outdoors yesterday afternoon at all? Yes, I did. I did, too. I, it's just, it was a nice afternoon. Had some sunshine yes. and not, you know, 50-some degrees. It was nice out yesterday. So what did you do? Did you get out and go for a walk, run, or just uh, fiddle around the yard? What did you do? No, I was just piddling around, and I was doing a project in the garage, too. In the garage? Okay. Well, good. I'm glad to hear it. We'll, uh, I'm going to let you have a, the weekend off. How's that? It looks like it's going to be a nice weekend. You don't have to come back here till Monday morning. What do you think <laughs> about that, buddy? Hey, I appreciate that, and I'll be here first thing Monday morning. We'll be looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tom. That clean garage, that man. That clean garage is. <laughs> Tom left. Probably a man cave. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities this morning. Coming up, we got yeah, Don. that's where he has all the live cattle. <laughs> cattle complex in that <laughs> Rui garage. That's a cattle complex. It's a garage there. Yeah. Don, Don Grant, the money tracker coming up. Uh, financial decision a parent may regret. He's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Stephen's in the morning, KNSS. 6.46 on this Friday morning. Three big things. Basketball, third-ranked Houston 70, Wichita State 61. Two. Suspected Chinese spy balloon floating over North America. One. New semiconductor plant coming to Wichita, bringing 2,000 jobs. Three big things. Stephen dead on KNSS. So far this morning, things have looked good in traffic out there. Really haven't seen any big traffic problems on the roadways. Just now starting to see some of those traffic volumes picking up. Once again, not really seeing it slowing anything down too badly. Uh, We do have some fairly heavy traffic right now. I-135, the north junction to K-96, especially southbound. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny and cooler today with a high of 43 degrees. Yesterday's high was 54. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 31. Saturday, mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 60 degrees. Now a clear sky, northeast wind at 7 miles per hour, and 15 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. And open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Sunday. The Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. Tech stocks were booming on Wall Street Thursday. Stocks ending mix with the Nasdaq rallying led by excitement around tech stocks. Big tech companies were among the gainers today while energy lagged. But it was all about Facebook parent meta platforms. Its stock a big winner surging around 23% and notching its best daily performance in nearly a decade. After the social media company posted revenue ahead of estimates and said it expects lower costs this year and crypto exchange Coinbase stock surged 24%. Following a legal victory after a federal district judge dismissed a proposed class action suit accusing Coinbase of selling unregistered securities on its platform. The Dow falling 39 points, the Nasdaq up 385, S&P 500 up 61. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Apple has posted its first quarterly revenue drop in nearly four years. It suffered from pandemic-driven restrictions on its China factories that curtailed sales of the latest iPhone during the holiday season. The company's sales of only $117 billion for the October-December period represented a 5% decline from the same time in the previous year, a deeper downturn than analysts had projected. Stephen Head in the morning here on KNSS. Time for our uh, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. A financial decision a parent may regret. Yeah. Good morning, Don. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. What would you do to give your kids a head start in life? Well, you've probably already done quite a bit for them. You fed, clothed, and helped educate them, at least through high school. Perhaps you helped them buy a car. And if you're in the right financial position, you've contributed to their college education. 
if Junior needs to take out a student loan, did you go co-sign that loan? Well, LendEDU is a website that educates consumers about financial resources for students. They have conducted several studies about borrowing for higher education. One study shows that 31% of parents who co-signed for their kids' college loans did not believe that they fully understood the risks of co-signing. 62% of respondents believe that their personal credit scores were negatively impacted by co-signing a private student loan. Now, it's not enough to not understand the uh, implications of of co-signing student loans, but that action can actually affect a co-signer for the rest of their lives. Nearly 47% of co-signing parents included in the survey say that their kids' student debt is putting their own retirement in jeopardy. 37% regret their decision. Now, it might be easier to get a loan with a co-signer, but consider having your kids research their own loan. If possible, have them stick to federally backed loans, not those that are completely privately funded. Consider that your kids have an entire life ahead of them to make a living and pay off the loans. Parents, however, have limited earning years left. Debt as a 50-year-old can be much more retirement critical than debt as a 20-year-old because of that time difference. Now, once you have your retirement figured out, you may find that you're in a position to help your kids out with student debt. At that point, help them pay down the loans. If you commit before you have your retirement paid for, you may regret your decision. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call, number 267-0600. Just ask for me, Don Grant. I know it's expensive to send a kid to college. I sent two. Um, Got a little bit of uh, scholarship help with uh, my daughter. A lot of scholarship help with my son. He went ROTC. Yeah. And that helps a lot. Well, it probably paid for everything. Yeah. And then when you get that, so so I shouldn't say much about this. I kind of got spared all that student debt but we're yeah. gonna pay debt we're just here's your here's your room and board and your books you know yeah yeah well i i was i was fortunate enough to get my girls through too i i had i had purchased a house when i was in college in california and i sold it when they were in college and that paid for their and college yeah yeah now i would love to have that house now you know <laughs> but <clears throat> it served a purpose it did something in life and it did it, it you know essentially paid it's a for structure it. <clears throat> exactly. You've got two great girls with a good education. That's yes. worth more than any structure. Yeah, I can and think they of. they can launch into life without uh, yeah without a lot of debt. Although now they're both talking about doctorates and master's degrees. So oh, so I'm, now they're going to have to. Oh, you need to you, sell you more know, houses. Yeah. No, now they're going to go get their own loan. No, now Don's got to co-sign with them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go co-sign with them. <laughs> hey, it never ends. Oh God. What's that movie, Parenthood? Remember that speech at the end? Oh man, the Parent it, Trap. It, it never <laughs> ends. You're, you're you're a father forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't mind playing that role for yeah. for they're, other things. You had good kids. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, Yeah, student debt. Today's world, though, as kids are growing up and going through high school, they got a lot of different choices they can make. Yeah. I was just talking to uh, this week with uh, uh, Dr. Thompson from uh, the school school superintendent. Right, right. That interview we'll hear uh, on issues this week. And she's talking about all – got some places here in the Wichita Public Schools. If you don't want to 
go to college, you can go and learn a trade in the school, and you've got kids coming out of the automotive place over there. Oh, making, making a killing. Dollar. <clears throat> yeah. 19 years old. It's not bad. I mean, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of business owners path. come out of those trade schools, yeah. and, they, and they're doing great. Yeah. And, and, and it's things that are needed. Yeah. There are just different paths to make it to where you want to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. All right, today is, on a more important note, today is Bubblegum Day. <laughs> chew a, on that for a while. A fun day to chew your favorite flavor of bubblegum and blow some spectacular bubbles. And have it right? stick to your face. So listen, to, <laughs> the one thing I always think about bubblegum is I think of that, those nasty little cubes we used to get at the barber shop. Bazooka. Oh, gosh. Did you, are you old enough to do that? Oh, we remember they, did, yeah. You did that? Okay. It was always... Hard as asphalt, rock hard, and it took you like a half hour to get it, or you could even chew it. And then later <laughs> in the day, hair follicles were in it from your hair. Oh god, stuff was disgusting. And they had a little cartoon with it. And, you know, there's bazooka. Well, oh, is this a thing you got at the barber shop? Yeah, yeah, you didn't. Oh well. No, I don't. I don't remember that. No. Although my mom got the wise idea to buy a set of uh, those electric clippers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, but, God, we hated sitting mm. down. When she sat us down in the kitchen and put that tablecloth over our shoulders there and, and started clipping away. Oh, well, man. I was very little. They they had a barber college in town down on Douglas. They still and, do. And my, and my brothers do. and I went down there got trimmed up. Yeah, wow. Well, my mom, yeah, she started cutting hair for us kids. Back in the day, to, yeah, I think to save money. Yeah, that's what my and, mom. And did. then I, I, I started counting up over the years how many haircuts she gave. I think she probably saved us ten thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sure. Giving us haircuts <laughs> all through the years one, with that one Sunbeam plug-in electric. Uh, uh, she thingy. had, yeah, sunbeam. she she bought some clippers, and yeah. it didn't it didn't have any guards on it. It wasn't like the ones you get now, it, where it, where you do okay, I'm a two on the sides right. and I'm a four on the top. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Also. Wow. Uh, I remember the scene from uh, Miracle on 34th Street where little uh, uh, Natalie Wood was teaching Santa, teaching Santa, Santa Claus, Claus to blow that blow bubble, bubble and he oh, blew, yeah. exploded it all over his beard. beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great scene. All right, Bubblegum Day. Celebrate. Thank you, gentlemen. Coming up, 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning. New semiconductor plant coming to Wichita. We've got the story. Steve, it's 10 of the morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Sabre Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.